TB, it got a little bit tenuous last four minutes of the first half or so, but despite that, I thought there was never a doubt in my mind UVM was going to win. What was your assessment of Saturday? I, I felt the same way. I told you that. I told everybody that they would listen because the reason, and the reason I felt so strongly about it was because of how well we've been playing in the last month. And well, since we lost to uh, New Hampshire at New Hampshire, yeah. once we came back from there and started playing a couple more games at home and we just we were really playing well. Oh, we won oh, well, fifteen in a row, I guess. What they do, but anyway, uh, yeah. So I I never doubted for a minute that we would do it. You know, there's just pressure. There's there's pressure. I feel pressure because uh, but you know you just don't. You know, I I just don't want them to lose on Tom Brennan court. I didn't mind when I lost on Tom Brennan court. <laughs> But I don't want them to lose. You know, I just I, I feel I feel there's a pressure, uh, you know, for the program because we've been so good for so long now, and and so now uh, you can't lose that game. You know, you just can't lose it. But of course, we all know you can. Lose. But my point was that I just felt they were ready. Uh, I, I knew the, the the three gunslingers were ready. That was for sure. And uh, and boy, they did they did prove that they were. So, and, you know, it's not at the, you know, 15, there's no good, there's no good answer to say, oh, you're a 15 seed, who you got? It don't matter. It don't matter. But, but, uh, with Marquette, oh, I mean, I, I, I kind of think we got a puncher's chance. They're good on offense. We're good on defense. Uh, you know, they, uh, have, have had two real close games in the big tournament, uh, before the last one. You know, so they're, they got to be a little bit vulnerable and, um, and you know when you go in as a high seed and the, and the low seed is pretty good, uh, you know if you don't get out of that that really means that uh, we could stick around. I got to say I don't. I you know obviously I'm not going to predict UVM to win in that spot, but I will say this. I think Dylan Penn is going to have a real another very good game. I know they're going to be keying on him, but he just seems to be a player who elevates in the big moments. There's so many players, not so much at UVM, but there's just so many players that shrink in big moments. Dylan Penn is a guy who clearly elevates in big moments. I expect him to have a good game on uh, on Friday. And you never know what hand he's going to sit with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has really stepped it up. There's no doubt about it. And he's just been, you know, a great soldier. Just you know, And that that's one thing about those kids uh, – Right, you know this, man. They were what were they? Two and eight, ten and seven, eight, whatever. I don't know. It was, it was like so on Vermont that you couldn't believe it. You just couldn't believe it, and you just sitting there thinking, well, you know, do these guys really understand? Do they know? Uh, you know, Dylan, and, and you know, we know, we know Duncan does. What's another guy? Do they know? You know, well, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out if they know. And and darn, sure did find out that they do know. And uh, and Penn was so good in the playoffs. I mean. Really, really good, and 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 as with Finn, you know. Uh, oh, I got a cute Finn story for you. You ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So there was a guy named Burrow refereeing a game, and Burrow was is, as far as I know, still a Boston cop, and so uh, and he he worked when he was a young guy. When I was an old guy, you know, when I was finishing up, he was just starting, and so so I I had him a few times. I remember that, and uh, you know. I'm not sure whether we had our moments or not, but anyway, uh, in our game, uh, guy came down the lane for low and Sullivan swiped him. And, um, so they called a foul, you know, from where I was sitting, I thought it was a block. I thought everything we did was right, you know, but they called a foul and, um, 
And okay, you know, and then Sullivan, you know how you can get cranky. And, uh, and so he starts to say something, and Burrow, like, like looks him at him and says, Ho, oh, oh, ho, just very, very briefly, ho, oh, and, and walks towards the floor table, which showed me a lot about him. He wasn't looking for trouble either, you know, which was, was nice. And, and I think he had just banged up the other guy or somebody <laughs> did, right? So, so anyhow, so now Burrow comes walking back toward me where I sit right under the basket. Uh, you know, to get ready to administer the foul. And uh, and I said, hey, he's just an excitable boy. And he said, yeah, like the excitable boy used to come here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about... Uh, you're excused. You're uh, excused. You can go to the other end now. <laughs> uh, how about the Matt Verretto story? I mean, oh. you know, this team, Coach Becker said it the other day, had two great fairy tale stories. The Dylan Penn story, you get into the tournament, and the Matt Verretto story. And and Verretto, it wasn't like, oh, I took three years off and then I could just make the team. I took three years off and now I'm a starter. I'm a double-figure scorer. And, you know, again, there's a lot of heroes in that second half on Saturday, but his two threes and plus the fouled three-point attempt, right, that, that helped turn the game. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, he just uh, – I, I just marvel at, at – uh, he's a – He's a three man that has to play center, has to play five, and uh, and he and he does it so well. He never complains. He just guards the hell out of whoever he's playing. And, and uh, but yes, you're right. Those those are uh, really the difference. And uh, and that game, as you said, man, it was nip and tuck. And and I thought, all right, they they got a crack. I think a real real big play was and when they took away the basket in the first half. Yes, they, at the end of the half. Now it was clearly not good. But somebody mentioned to me that if you, in terms of review, uh, if you call it good, you, if you call it no good, you can't review it. If you call it good, you can review it, and that's that's what they did. Now I think I think old Nathan wanted just to go over there, put his head in that damn television, and then shake his arms like no good, no good, no good. <laughs> so three thousand people would erupt. That that was that, I thought that was his game plan. But anyway, because I knew his job was no good, it was right in front of me. And uh, but had that gone in, and now they're up seven at the half, and uh, they might have even gotten the ball coming out. And now you're saying this is a whole different campaign, and uh, and then we got a layup right away. Dylan got a layup right away coming out, and I thought, you know, we're going to be fine. And and once you know, once we got ahead, man, that was uh, and then uh, the round. But um, and you know, I I get, hate to get gushy about it. You know, I do because it's my love for goodness sake. But uh, you know, we just got a lot of easy guys to root for. I think tactically they made a unbelievable decision to start the second half to initiate the offense through Robin Duncan. I felt like in the first half guys were standing around waiting for Dylan Penn to make a move. And, you know, it wasn't necessarily that after going back and watching it again and talking to Becker, you know, Lowell was switching everything. So it kind of gave the illusion that guys were standing around. But in the second half, they put the ball in Duncan's hands. They let him be the playmaker. They forced the big guy out to have to guard him. He was whipping passes from the post out to the perimeter, and they were getting good, open, clean looks. I thought that was a brilliant tactical move. Can you hear Can you hear my roar in the, in the background? <laughs> MVP. <laughs> and you, I was thinking about this before, and we've talked all year. We basically did this without a point guard. I mean, if you want to talk about a point guard, I don't know. He's a, a hybrid. But, you know, that classic point guard, we didn't have that. We were good anyway. It didn't make any difference. Well, I thought it was great. Uh, when you are preparing for a team like Marquette, well, I mean, what are you doing? 
prep of you know we the prep uh, wise the week of like what are you looking to do against a team you know you're heavily outmatched against well you have to I, I think you have to go in with the idea uh, that you, you're going to have to make some shots you know and that's problematical for us from time to time uh, but defensively what, what scares me uh, let me tell you what scares me first and then I'll tell you what I try to do uh, what scares me is uh, anytime you got a team or a guy like the eleven that can get you two or three easy baskets a half. It just makes such a difference. You know, you know, you say, well, where do you, where do you get them on turnovers? Whatever, however you get them, you get two or three easy ones a half. It just, it just makes all the difference in the world. And that kid is so good, that guard, and so crafty. And, uh, you know, that, that he just is so able to do that. He just finds guys in the right places. He can score now himself. He became a much better scorer. Um, uh, since he got there, he was a great player. Actually, George Mason, he was rookie of the year, but he wasn't a big scorer then. But now he's taking on that role. And that and that leads me to my, my point. I would just do every, everything I could to disrupt that guy. Now he's a player of the year in the Big East. I don't know if it can happen, but that's what I would do. And we got guys that could do it. You know, I mean, like Finn, you know, if Finn guards him, he'll, you know, he'll guard him. As I heard yesterday, he'll guard him like he owes him $20. <laughs> and, and, and I've been Robin's a guard. Certainly Robin's a guard him, you know. But the guy's not jet quick, not at all, uh, you know. And, and then I would say um, just trying to keep him off the board, you know. That that would be the biggest thing, you know. we we got to take care of the ball. we got to be around at the 10-minute mark, you know. we got to be around then. And, and if we are, then, then things, will, things will just start to settle in a little bit. But you know they're not a you know they're not that big you know they're they're guards are spectacular Jones is the lefty shooter he's he's dynamite too but like I said uh, it, it doesn't happen as much on a fifteen but uh, you know ten it's happened ten times and I happen to call one of those games by the way when Norfolk State beat Missouri oh. but anyhow yeah that was in Denver Denver for that time man that, that place was crazy <laughs> but anyway it does happen it happens more as a fourteen uh, obviously but. You know, it's getting closer, and it, it's happened more recently than in the past. So, you know, we, we've certainly got a puncher chance in this thing, and, uh, and uh, you know, and there's a lot of pressure on Marquette because a lot of people think they're good enough to go to the Final Four, me being one of them. And, um, you know, and, and you know what's interesting too, Braid, is really interesting with uh, Shaka. You know, he he was lights out at VCU. Got him all the way to the Final Four. And, and the hottest guy, and Havoc, and all – and it turns out Havoc didn't travel to Texas. Havoc wouldn't go to a football school. And you understood that in a way. You know, you got an 18,000 seat place, you're getting four or 5,000. There's no Havoc there. It just doesn't work right, you know. But then he landed in another perfect spot for him at Marquette. No football. Havoc is allowed. Great student support. All those things. And, and he really has done a, a very nice job there. Now, last year they got whacked right away. You know, Carolina uh, really knocked him out in the first round. So, they got to be thinking a little bit like, hey, you know, yeah, this is redemption, but also, you know, we also don't want to sit up on ourselves either. Coach Brennan, appreciate you as always. Enjoy the game on Friday. Hopefully we're recapping some upset victories next week. Oh, wouldn't that be great? All right, my boy, thanks for everything. It's been a wonderful year.